Hebrews to Hebrews chapter 2, Hebrews second chapter. Amen. I want to read, uh, I want to talk about tonight, God is able to help us. God is able to help us. Amen. I got a little bit more amens than normally I get. Usually just to stiff Amen. So I guess if we all know that we need help. We're going to surely <laughs> need to say amen or something. Amen. God is able to help us. Amen. All right. And the second chapter, chapter, uh, the second chapter, verse 16, it says, For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore, in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For, for, in, that he been, for in that he himself have suffered, being tempted, he's able to succor or, succor or help them that are tempted. Amen. And we'll just talk on that a little bit. Amen. God is able to help us. Amen. And able means he has the power. He has the power. He's capable. And he's qualified to help us. Amen. You know, everybody can't help you. Everybody can't help me. And I'm sure we live in, as we live every day, we see that there's just some things can nobody do but the Lord. And if he don't help us, we will not be helped. Like I say, able means to have, being able to have the power to do something capable, having qualifications. He's qualified, amen, to help us, amen. He's qualified to help us. So he took not on himself the nature of angels. I'm so glad he didn't. Amen. Didn't take on the nature of angels. Amen. Amen. Uh, Jesus Christ was a man. Amen. The Son of God, he was a man. Amen. Because if he took on the form of angels, then we will be saying, well, we can't go through this and we can't go through that because he was an angel. He wasn't a man, but he was a man. Jesus Christ was a man. He was tempted at all points. Didn't say some points. That means whatever you was tempted with, because he was a man, he was human, he was tempted with it. But did he yield to the temptation? No. Amen. To be tempted, to be tried, that's one thing. To, to, amen. To make the right decision to obey God or, 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 or be faithful or not faithful in anything. It don't have to be no certain area anything. Amen. We choose to, to obey God. He took, say, really, he took not on himself. He took not on the nature of angel, but he took on the seed of Abraham. Where in all things it behooved him, in other words, behooved, in other words, it was necessary and it was uh, proper or advisable. It was a responsibility. He thought to he it behooved him that he felt need. Amen. It said, Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren. He seen it necessary to be made like us. Because if you don't, if he, if he wasn't, he wouldn't be able to identify with us. He can just identify with the angels, not with us. So he was tempted at all points, but yet without sin. 
Amen. And it says, Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God. Amen. But he knows knows what it is. Amen. He said he remember our frame. He knows, amen, the way we take. He knows, amen, the things that we are tried and we go through. He's, he's a merciful God. He's a merciful God. He has mercy. It's something that you don't deserve, I don't deserve, but he has mercy. Sometimes we don't know how to receive the mercy and grace of God because we're used to people dogging us out and we're used to people not forgiving us and we're used to not forgiving people. Because if you don't forgive people, if you're a grudge holder, somebody going to hold grudges, you don't know what it is to be nice and, and merciful. We don't know what to be nice and merciful until God teaches us. Because this world's like an eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. You dog me, I dog you back. You hate on me, I hate you back. So we have to learn his nature. He's a merciful God. Amen. He remember our frame. He knows our frame, what we're made of with dust. He knows we make blunders, we make mistakes. But some people like to ride there like a hobby horse and say, well, the God knows I'm going to make mistakes, so they just do it on purpose. And God don't want us doing that. If you make a mistake, a human error is one thing, and a mistake is pretty much about the same. But if you're just purposely doing stuff because you feel like God's going, well, he know we all sinners anyway. You did people make excuses for keep sinning. But God is a merciful God. And I have to even ask God myself sometimes to show me how uh, sometimes you can't comprehend his mercy is so great and to his people. He's great. It's not merciful to people that's a dog and do run over it and don't even give their life to it, but he's merciful to them to serve him. He's not going to, amen, hold something against you like somebody else is going to hold something against you. We hold grudges. We hold things to people till we, till we feel better. That's what I said. We hold it till we feel better. I'm going to hold this till I want to get rid of it. Suppose the Lord come back, you'll be lost. God don't hold grudges against you. He don't want you holding grudges against other people. And we have to, we have to, that's the way we all have to think. You know, I have to think that way too. Sometimes I say, Lord, you, you have to think about it. When you did something wrong or didn't please God, you asked the Lord to forgive you and he forgave you. And then he had to bring it back to your Remember, Remember when I forgave you? I want you to be mindful and merciful to the next person. If you don't show no mercy, God don't have to be merciful to you. Amen. And it says uh, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest. He's merciful and he's a faithful high priest. God is faithful. God is not off duty like we are. God is not sometimes up and sometimes down. Sometimes I, I, I can get a hold of you. Sometimes I can't get a hold of you. I'm in and out. I'm, I'm all over the place. God is faithful. If God was like that, we all be messed up. We all would be lost. We would be destroyed. If God just closed his eyes and didn't watch over you throughout the night, didn't help you through nothing, you don't know the devil will wipe, do his best. Don't you know the devil would like to wipe you, all of us out? Don't you know, in case you don't know, this, this word should go out to uh, many, a lot of people. Don't you know that, you, amen, you don't have to wake up to see another day? Some people didn't wake up to see another day. Don't you know he would like to just snuff you out while you already sleep? You think he care for you, care about you? No. You know, sometimes we might even find ourselves sleep and wake up and we're like, 
You feel like, you, boy, I, I must have slept real hard. Well, thank the Lord that you're still here. You could have just went on past on out. We all have the experience where we feel like I had, sometimes we have a nice, comfortable sleep. Sometimes we sleep hard. We sleep real hard and stuff. Maybe something going on that you don't know what's going on, but God kept you. Amen. Amen. I've, I've, I've been there. I can't, you can't preach the word and teach the word. You've never been there. That's why I say I, I don't have ears to hear all these people and stuff. I need somebody that's been that way, that's been down that road, can come back and, and show me how to get through here. Amen. You got a beautiful sermon and a hum and a, and a bum. Don't, don't, don't mean me none. Don't, don't matter to me. Tell me how to get through here. Because I'm fighting demons and devils every day. I need to know how to get through here to, to keep my salvation. Amen. That's what, I, that's what I'm about. You know, I, need, I, I used to always say that. I like a straightforward word because at least it's shining light above my way. It's going to help me. Amen. Maybe I can avoid going through some blunders that I don't have to go through if I listen. Amen. It says, wherefore in all things it behoove him to be made like unto his brother. He might be a faithful, uh, merciful. And God is so merciful. We can just talk about the mercy of God all along. He is so merciful. Mercy, he's full of mercy and compassion. His compassion fell it not. He don't get you for everything you do. He don't walk away from you for every shortcoming you have. He don't walk away from you when you walk away from him and say, I'm kind of distressed. I go to God later on and get with him and pray. I'm a little frustrated. He's still there. Merciful. Somebody ought to give him praise for being merciful. He's a merciful God and he's faithful. He's not missing in action. We're not faithful like God is faithful. God is there through the storm, through the rain. He's there 365 days a year. He's there every day. Amen. He's faithful. Let you see another day. Every time you wake up, some people just get up and just go do what they do. I'm always saying, Lord, thank you for letting me see another day. First thing come off my mouth. You don't have to even be here. Do you know that you're not going to know? Do you think you're going to know when you're not here? No. <laughs> you know, I, thought, I think of some things sometimes. People don't know when they, they didn't wake up. You know, come on now. When you really think about it, we lay down. You don't know if you're going to be wiped out tonight. You don't know if you're going to see another day. You don't know if you get, you wouldn't know if you saw another day or not if you ain't here. Somebody give God a praise. See, sometimes my, my thinking goes, uh, the, the depth, depthness of God. My, you know, we all take God for granted. People that are ignorant, that means they don't have knowledge, they take the Lord for granted. They think it's something that they do until God lets something shake their tree where they can't control. Then they'll get a wake-up call like, oh, I sure do need the Lord. I've been getting up all this time. Don't say praise the Lord. Don't thank God for nothing. Just get up and just like you're supposed to go to work, like you're supposed to go do these things. You don't have to get up and do none of these things. You don't wake yourself up. It took me, you know, it took me some years and years to, be, to understand something because sometimes you can't comprehend. Your mind is not thinking about all that. You just think about trying to do what's right, live for the Lord, be saved. But as you keep walking with God, you get wiser. You think about things that you normally probably would take for granted that, that you didn't mean to take for granted. You just didn't know how important that was. You don't know how important it is to, amen, to, to be able to get up and stand up and walk through your house and go take care of your own until you don't have the strength to do it. You don't know what it is to feel good all the time until you're sick all the time. You don't know what it is to do this and that and the other. 
till something happens to you. Amen. But he's merciful and he's faithful. You know, I think sometimes we, because we don't live close to God like we need to live close to God, we tolerate the devil. We tolerate everything. We, we forget to even pray for ourselves. So the devil fighting our health, fighting our mind. We forget to even pray for ourselves. We're not in the place, so we just take it, deal with it. But Lord, let me, sometimes he have to, you know, remind me, hey, just bring that to me. Pray about that. You, you, for you watch it, you took a whole load up on you with the devil throw on you. And not went to God. God, we want you to throw everything off. Ask God to help you with everything. Even before I came tonight, I was like, Lord, I, I, I don't know. I just feel a little, little tired. I don't feel because I didn't eat that much today. And then it's like, Lord, I, I, that's like I've taken a little something from my stomach. I said, I just don't really feel like going. I said, but I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Going on. I said. I, I'm, I'm, and I just in the Lord. And I, I was in the Lord. Just say. Just lay your hands on yourself. I pray for myself in Jesus' name. I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I, just, I said, Lord, just let me not be in discomfort. I'm, I'm on my way. You know, I feel okay right now. I'm still give me some rest, but I feel okay right now. Amen. And that's why I say we take one another for granted. We take one another lightly. Amen. I'm, I tell anybody, not that I'm going to quit the ministry or anything. I'm doing this because of God who called me to do it. And whenever he wants to change anything, I, I'm, it's fine with me. Whatever he wants to do, as long as I'm in his will. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not, I didn't get up and call myself. I got up and call myself. I be trying to figure everything out. I don't have to do that. You know. And so I just keep doing what, Lord, sometimes I ask the Lord different things. He said, just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. I don't care if there's a few people, whatever people, just keep moving forward. Help the ones that I've caused, got you to help. Just keep, keep moving forward. Sometimes you say to go to the Lord. Well, Lord, people just don't know the price you paid to go through this and that and other. Lord said, just keep moving. And he said, I will supply every need. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Faithful. He's faithful. Amen. I, I like that about the Lord, and I, that's why I tried to be with his help, faithful unto him, not looking at things and saying, well, I don't want to do this. I, I ain't going to do this. I'm faithful trying to. I said, Lord, as long as you give me strength, you call me to help me to be faithful to you. You're so faithful. God is faithful. Amen. Consistent. Amen. A faithful high priest in things pertaining to God. To make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Reconciliation, amen. To make peace for the people. God has to intercede for you and intercede for me, amen. Amen. We, we go to the Lord. He, he uh, uh, amends uh, to make amendments. Sometimes we have a, a gap in between there. We have a gap. We don't get off into something we shouldn't get off into. Off maybe to some sin or off into something they don't, uh, that, that's not right or uh, something. And we have to go to the Lord. Amen. Jesus Christ is the mediator between God and man. The God and Jesus, they, they're one. He said, me and my father are one. But he, but he used the Son of God to make intercession for you and for me. Amen. So, amen. So he brings peace. Amen. That's why we're able, when we have, the, uh, the Bible said, uh, we can come boldly to the throne of grace well, that we may find mercy in a time of need. Come boldly. Can't come to God. You can't come before the Lord any kind of way. 
You ain't trying to live right. You're messing up. And you know you're messing up. You ain't trying to live right. You can't come to the Lord that way. You have to humble yourself and repent and get that stuff together. Get it together. So you can have answered prayers. How many know God is a prayer answering God? Amen. Amen. We, we, we go through stuff a long period of time because we, we put up with it. We take, we deal with it. And you can go through something as long as you want to keep it. Or you can jump it, throw it off of you with the help of the Lord and it don't have to ride you that long. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. For in, for in that he himself has have been has suffered, let me read that again. For in that he himself has su suffered being tempted, and I just said that earlier. Uh, he was a man. Jesus Christ was a man. He was the Son of God, and he was a man when he walked this earth, and he was tempted. He was tried to be tempted, be tried to be unfaithful or faithful. That's the bottom line. You're gonna be faithful to God or unfaithful. It don't have to be no sexual sin. Anything you're gonna do, you're gonna do what's right. You're gonna be, you're gonna be tried and to do. Not, you're gonna be tried by the devil and situation and people to do things that are not right. It's gonna be up to you to make the decision to be faithful to God or be unfaithful to God. Not so much faithful to Pastor Tom, or not faithful to Pastor Tom, or somebody. Else. You have to be faithful to God or not faithful to God. Because if you follow peace with God, you're gonna follow peace with man. So you're going to be faithful to God whether somebody's looking, somebody's there. Now you're going to watch how you conduct yourself. Watch how you, uh, 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 your conversation, the things you say and do. You're going to watch how you do. Amen. But you're going to, you concern, it's you and God, nobody else. Because you follow peace with God, you're going to follow peace with man. You ain't got to worry about ducking, ducking and dodging. Amen. Living a double life, doing something over here, doing something. You ain't got to worry about it all over that place like that. For he himself had suffered, being tempted, being tried. Don't you think that, don't you know the devil tried Jesus? If you be the son of God, turn these stones into bread. He was tempted by the devil. Temptation, don't have to be sexual, in any kind of way. Tempted to do something wrong, something that got, wouldn't be pleasing to the Lord. We tempted all kind of, but people tempted to lie. I never seen so many people in the church world so that I got saved. There's so many people that say, say they, they say, oh, this a make, I just made an error. They tell lies. Amen. The, don't you know the Lord said, he said, I hate a liar. He didn't say, I didn't like a liar. He said, I hate a liar. Because a person that lies, you have no confidence in them. You can't trust them. So, so I'm just saying, Jesus was tempted with everything you, somebody uh, way back in the day say, uh, this was way back in the day, way back before I ever think about passion. I heard somebody was preaching about that one day. They said, uh, so Jesus, would, somebody said, was, was Jesus tempted with women? Well, I mean, would the women come and try to tempt him? The, then the Bible said he was tempted at all points. But yet, without sin, he was a man. They had women back then too. They had barbarians. It was women and men. Everything you could be to he so not, but he didn't yield to none of the temptation. He didn't. He, he he. That's why he's a good example for us. You don't have to yield to the things that the devil brings before you. You don't have to yield. You yield. I say the person is tempted. They tempted with their own lust. That's their own desire. That's something they want to do anyway. So they're tempted with that. So if that's a weakness. Then you have to ask God to help me and deliver me from that. 
And it's a good thing about the Lord. You can ask him to forgive you, to help you with something that he will not tell anyone. He won't even reveal your secrets and pull, snatch the cover off of you if you're not trying to be sneaky. Trying to be sneaky, the cover's coming off of you. But if you're not even trying to be sneaky, he ain't going to let nobody know what's going on. He's just going to help you. But if you're trying to be sneaky, them covers coming off. The Bible said a, 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 a person that covered his sins would not prosper. Amen? I tell the Lord all the time, I said, Lord, there's nothing about me that you don't know. That's how I pray to the Lord, especially when I'm going through something and I'm, I'm having a struggle. Or, uh, I'm going through something. I can't talk to the people. I said, Lord, there's nothing about me that you don't know. You know the hairs are never on my head. You know my shortcomings. You know everything. Because I ask you to help me. Do people pray to the Lord like that? Maybe some do. Maybe some don't. Why are you trying to hide it from God? He already know it. Why are you trying to hide anything from the Lord? He, I, I, I tell anybody, they would be a fool to think they can hide anything from the Lord. If you think you can outsmart the Lord. The Lord sometimes means somebody said, well, I don't have to tell him because he already know it. I'm hateful and mean. I won't tell the Lord because he already know it. Tell the Lord you hateful and mean. I, I'm a liar. I won't tell the Lord. Because I, tell the Lord. I lie, Lord. Sometimes I just don't know how to tell the truth. I, or whatever it may be. I'm, I'm serious. If you tell the Lord about it, I'm a witness. He will help you. He's not going to condemn you. He's going to help you. But if you act like it's not there, you, that thing is going to grow into a beast for you. Somebody give God a praise. I'm preaching and teaching at the same time. You act like it's not there, oh, ain't nothing. Every time we're going to get a bigger power, bit that big. Squash the, the power. Don't let, it, don't let the devil, because the devil is the accuser of the brethren. The devil would go to the Lord and tell, like the Lord don't already know because he knows everything. He'll say, well, you know, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll blackmail you. And especially if you ain't winning, you go give it to God as quick, get it off of you. Lord, I didn't say this right. I didn't do that right, Lord. Get it out. Don't wait it for Mondays and Sundays everything because he's going to build a big power for you. And you're not gonna feel like I can go to God and ask. I'm 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 so ashamed. Get it off of you right then. Somebody said, "Well, what about I keep praying for the same thing? Keep praying for the same thing. Keep praying about that." Some uh, in the Bible, Paul he kept praying for stuff. Lord, if it, I, I wish you know. I just want you to take this problem away. You know, everybody got their own theory with Paul. They said he, oh, this and that and other. It, it don't even say all the things that people say. It just said he had a thorn in his flesh. And people add all these other things to it. I, read, I just rather read what it said and read into it if it's not there. You may have a thorn in your flesh. We all got something going on. I have thorns. Thorn, I haven't been dealing with thorns, anything, all that. And some thorn is something like this pricking your flesh. It's, irrit it's an irritation. Let's think of like a thorn that you would see on a flower. That's the best way I can see on, on the roots, on, on the uh, limb, uh, 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 a vine or something. You know, you stick yourself when them things hurt. A thorn is something. It's an irritation. There's something that's keep annoying you or rubbing you and irritating you. And you keep saying, Lord, can you get, would you get rid of this? It ain't going nowhere. Maybe a reason God haven't saying he never would move. Maybe a reason that, that may be the thing to keep you praying. Amen. 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 But God, you do what I do. 
keep going to talking, giving, asking him, Lord, help me. Sometimes he may do like Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. I'm going to help you through this. He give you the grace. Mercy and grace. He give you mercy. He give you grace. He give you grace. Amen. We don't, we don't deserve none of that. A merited favor. Grace will give us the things that we don't really deserve. Because he's such a faithful God. Somebody give God the praise. He's such a faithful God. It said, for in that he being tempted. Let me give it. For, for in that him. For, verse 18. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted. And I went through all that. He's able to succor them that are tempted. Somebody said, what does succor? He's able to help them and assist them and support them that are tempted. Because he knows what it feels like to be tempted. So he's able to come and help you. He said, he remember our flesh. He remember our frailty. But not to make excuses to sin. He knows that we have shortcomings. He knows we don't dot every I and cross every T. He knows we don't always say the right thing. He knows that, that we don't have the best attitude. He knows all that, but do you know that? He knows it, but do you know that? Are you aware of that? Are you casting that care on, on, on him? Amen. In the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 10, and verse 13. And it says, there have no temptation taken you, but, it's, but such is common to man. You know, and I think a lot of times we do think that no one in the world has went through what we went through. We, sometimes the devil does, I mean, I won't say sometimes, all the time, he just tells us a bunch of lies. He feeds us a bunch of lies. Some people, are, my problem is way bigger than that, honey. You don't know what I've been going But wait a minute, let me tell you about my problem. You ain't never heard nothing like this. There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. There's nothing that you go through. There's nothing that I go through. There's nothing that you're going to go through that somebody hasn't already been through it and going through it now. I'm like this. I just rather, I ain't saying I always suffer and go through, for, for, for the name of the Lord, maybe some shortcomings. It's shortcomings in my life that sometimes the things you go through, you bring it on yourself. Everything, the devil didn't do it. Everything, God didn't just let you be tried. Some things you go through because you bring it on yourself. If you know you need to get rest, but you never get rest, you bring that on yourself. You know you should eat right, but you don't eat right. You bring that on yourself. I'm one that I always rebuke in my own flesh. I don't have to wait till somebody do it for me. I just say, say Lord, I didn't sleep. Well, what did I do? I, I snacked on something I shouldn't snack. The Lord, help me with that. And you get sick and tired of it. You can ask God to help you with something. But until you make an effort to turn, a uh, U-turn to make an effort yourself, you're still going to deal with that. That's why you're saying, Lord, help me with that. But you ain't helping yourself. You're going to still deal with that. Until you say, Okay, it stops right here. I'm making, God said you make effort. He's going to help you. Amen. There's no temptation, no trial taking you, but it's such as common to man. God's saying everything that you go through in life that you've been through and yet going through, somebody else, it's common. Common means it's ordinary. It's, it's your usual thing. Most people go through it. God will be unfaithful if he just let you go through something that no human being has ever went through. But that's the way we talk sometimes. We talk, act like we're going through something. Nobody's never went through this. 
Are we going to get brownie points for that? No. Yeah, somebody's went through that and more. And it says, but God is faithful. Again, God is faithful. There's no temptation taking you, but as such as ordinary or common to man. But God is faithful. He's faithful. Amen. He's faithful and will not suffer you to be tempted. Will not suffer you to be tempted or tried above that you're able. God's not going to let anything. Which we can't comprehend that because some things we go through, we say we're not able. I've said it too. I can't go through this, Lord. I, I, I'm sorry. I can't do this one. We say it all the time. I can't do it. And it's like God said, if God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able? So they're saying, whatever that you are going through, whatever that I'm going through, amen, God feel like you can do it. He feel like I can do it. As he wouldn't have never allowed it. If he knew it was going to wipe you out of this world, wipe you out, he wouldn't allow it. But if he allow it, it's for a reason. And you, it's up to you to find out the reason by praying and getting a hold of God. And I ain't going to say he's going to just give you all the answers right then and there. But they will come. Little bit by little bit. You'll, you know, it's like sometimes we don't understand God's ways and God, the things. And you be, and then as you go keep walking, you say, oh, I'm so glad that that didn't happen there. You'll see a little bit along the way you're glad that God was ordering your steps. Can I get an amen? It says, he will not suffer you to be tempted above that where you're able, but with the temptation. God didn't say he was going to move the trial and the test. He said, with the temptation. A lot of times we leave it. We leave, leave that out. God said he won't let me be tempted where I may be. So boom, I ain't gonna be no I ain't gonna be tried with that. He said, No, with the temptation, along with the trouble and the trial and everything that you're going through, he said, with the temptation, also make a way of escape. In other words, in other words, he'll get you through it, he'll get you out of it, or he'll cause you to break free from it. He'll help you some kind of way through it or out of it. Through it or out of it. Make a way of escape. Because if he didn't allow you to go anything, you'd never get to know him and know what he can do for you. And his power. It says, but with, with the temptation, will make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. A lot of times we say, I can't bear it. But a lot of times we have went through different things. I have too. That you bared it more than you thought you could. And you came out and you're still living. You're still on the other side. Somebody give God a praise. To bear means to, if God doesn't choose to move something out of your way, he, if he allow it to stay, he's going to give you the strength to tolerate it. That's what bear means, to endure it and to go through it. Because there's purpose in it. There's purpose in why he, God is not an unwise God. He's not letting you or me suffer. And he's got his hands folded and just say, ha, 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 this what letting you suffer. Devil like you believe that. It's for a purpose. It may be to, uh, it may be to get something out of you or put something in you. Whatever it is. It may be to, it's going to be for your making. It's going to be for, you know, and that's, that's, that's uh, what we need to know. We have purpose here in this life. If there's no purpose for you, there's no need for you to be hanging on. If God's like he's done with you. If you're here, you're here for purpose. You need to find out what your purpose is. 
You're here for purpose. You're here to help someone else. You're not here. So sometimes, if you just have my, a small mind, you think, I'm just here, just trying, I'm just barely trying to make it. I'm trying to save myself. I'm just trying to be saved. Don't you know that's a selfish mind? God didn't put you here to save others. If you have a, just a small mind, I'm just here to, to be, uh, just to save myself, most times you're going to start losing ground because you got small, you got a small minute mind. You don't see the whole picture. Your purpose is here to help someone else. It's just like myself. I may say, well, Lord, I'm, maybe you might say, well, Lord, because I'm, you know, human just like you are. Lord, I'm, I'm tired, you know. I, I, I might be, you know, get tired of doing a good thing. And Lord, let you, on the other hand, he'll speak to you and say, now, if you wasn't doing that, what would you be doing? Especially if it's your purpose. People are doing a lot of things, but they're not walking in their purpose. You need to find out what your purpose is. Everybody in ministry, you don't have to be a pastor or a preacher or nothing like that. You have purpose. If God saved you, he didn't save you to warm a bench. He saved you for purpose, saved you and for a purpose. And you have to continue to find out what your purpose is because without a vision, people perish. That's why I'm always going to the Lord. When my vision gets a little dull or something, it's like it's like I'm losing interest in. I had to go before God. I've always did that. I had to go before God to keep it fresh. I wouldn't even get to where I was because I got tired way back then. For I was even a pastor, I got tired of the routine. So if I didn't pray, I wouldn't have ever prayed myself into this purpose. If you don't pray and seek the Lord, you'll lose interest in the things of God, and you'll start doing other stuff. For, 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 for fulfillment but it won't last because that's not the real purpose your purpose you have to find out I don't care if you're a, a doorkeeper I don't care what, what, what like, that's the thing you all hear me say a lot find your place in God and stay in your place I think people don't really have understanding of that. What have God called you to do in the house of God? What does he have you do in the house of God? Don't lollygag and wave yourself out of the purpose, say, and whatever he comes to do, stay in that purpose and work in that purpose, and you'll be fulfilled. Fulfilled means I will be satisfied on the inside. I won't be running behind things and trying to get stuff because I feel like I am being satisfied with God is fulfilling my purpose. And he said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He said, I will add these other things to you. We try to get the other things first, but God wants you to find your purpose first, and he'll add the other things because it's actually hard to get other things in God's purpose at the same time. Because if you got all these things, it's going, to hard, it's going to be hard to cram God's purpose in there. Because you got to seek God to know his purpose. That makes sense? So you have to seek God to know his purpose. You have to say, well, Lord, what do you call me? Some people might be in, lot, you know, something like, not this here, well, they might be in other places in church and stuff. Lord, I just come to this church all the time. I don't know what my purpose here. They're looking at what other people got to do. Well, they're saying that person got to do, they do this, they do that. You don't worry about what other people do. They to compare, hallelujah. They can compare themselves among themselves are not wise. They to compare themselves among themselves. Whatever God got this person doing, don't have this person doing. And whatever you do, you have to put your hands to the pile. I say anybody put his hands to the pile, look back, it's not fit for the kingdom. God can't depend on you and rely on you because you're not steady. And neither can the pastor, because you're not steady. You don't have to say nothing. You see people, if they're unsteady here, they're unstable there, unstable there, you can't rely on those people because you might really need them. You, can't, you, you, you won't be able to rely on them. You have to rely on depending on the Lord. 
Amen. Amen. So we thank the Lord for the message. You know, I'm, sometimes I be. We thank the Lord for the message. Amen.